This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone. It's your favorite podcast host here, Joe Redman, just letting you know that the TalkSport Fan Network is now proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This sports social podcast is brought to you by BetVictor, where live streams, smart stats and in-play betting can help you make your best bet yet. 18 plus, BeGambleAware.org. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like, maybe you're a Raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live. Because you shouldn't have to change teams, even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. This episode is brought to you by FX's Welcome to Wrexham. Celebrity owners Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds' small-town Welsh football club is fighting for a chance at promotion. These two Hollywood stars lead a team in the midst of history in the making, while dedicated staff and supporters hold on to a dream of returning the team and this working-class town in Wales to glory. FX's Welcome to Wrexham premieres September 12th on FX. Stream on Hulu. Back for Arfield. What a Burnley! Scott Arfield! He's been threatening that recently. And all the Burnley players run to the Darwin end. Oh, what a goal! What a goal from Robbie Blake! Burnley's first goal in the Premier League is something very, very special. Wade Elliott has that change of pace and he's got away from Montgomery. It's the path of McCann and the fire plays the net. What a strike from Wade Elliott. A bolt from the Clarendon Blue. Oh, goodness me! What a goal from Patterson! If that is to be the one that takes them to Wembley, you cannot argue with that. Pure quality. I mean, if there's any justice in the world, Burnley would surely score from this corner. Swung right in there. Ball in there. Yeah! Yeah! Michael Keane! Yeah! 
Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Turfcast podcast pre-game show. Finally, we look like we've clicked, don't we? Or we did against Wigan. Um, Admittedly, Wigan didn't look great, but we finally look like we've clicked. I like the look of Vitinho at left-back or left wing back, whatever it is in this new system. I was just I just spoke to a mate then at Lower House Cricket Club, um, or near Lower House Cricket Club, about does Markson get back in? Like we've all been so impressed with Markson, but then obviously suspended for his stupidity against Blackpool. Vinny comes in and Vinny was class. It was between him and Brownell for the man of the match for me. And I think Brownell just about got it uh, deservedly so against Wigan. But 5-1 against Wigan. I've wrote in my Lanks Live column that you've probably seen by now um, how good we looked against Wigan. But it, we need to follow it up now, don't we? We can't just beat Wigan 5-1 and then draw 1-1 at home the next game. You know what I mean? Because we've got some tough games coming up. Millwall have been a, a bit, a little bit hit and miss, to be fair. But then you've got West Brom away, then Norwich at home uh, two, two Fridays consecutively. So um, we, we need to we need to follow it up now. It is not no good. No good winning 5-1, then drawing your next games 1-1 and then losing the next two, is it? Because then we're just you know, one step forward, two steps back. But of course, it's the pre-game show. Quick turnaround this week because we are playing on Tuesday. So I'm delighted to announce that we have got a Millwall fan here. How are you doing, mate? You all right? Yeah, not too bad, fella. Not too bad at all. Thanks for inviting me on. No, Mickey, it's a pleasure to have you on as well. Um, so talk to me about Millwall as well then, because obviously we're here, it's a pre-game show, we're here to talk about Millwall. I don't know anything about Millwall, I'm going to be honest with you. That's why we get fans of the opposition on to tell me things about your season so far. So let's talk about your season so far. 16th at the minute, I was surprised to see that, because I thought you were a little bit higher than that, because I remember thinking, oh, Millwall are doing all right. And I've looked, two wins and two defeats, uh, three defeats, sorry, and a draw, and you haven't won away from home yet. But we'll get into away, um, your um, away form in a minute what's your season so far been like then hit and miss um we yeah. started great against stoke um we basically come out full of energy ready to go and then you know we've had two two games after that where we were two nil down and then we come back um and then obviously against Coventry we won three two but it's very hit and miss. We just, I don't know, don't know what it is. Don't know if the formation isn't working. Don't know if the players can be bothered. Um, something's not completely right. But again, you dig into the stats, it sort of tells you a slightly different story. But again, what we've been saying for probably the last season or two is that we're just missing creativity. Um, we just need strikers or, or, or good attacking midfielders with something about them. Um, and that will give us, you know, that potentially could give us that that little edge to take us forward. But I don't know. Um, it's going to be an interesting game against you, especially as you just start hitting form, and and we seem to can't shoot for for an open barn door. Do you know what I mean? So. Yeah, the, the, funny you mentioned that actually because I wasn't aware of that. You've got you've gone two goals down in 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 a few games. Is that was that quite quick or was it sort of like later <laughs> on in the game? No, no, both of them have been within the first half. Well, well, this is this is what I mean. This this is why I'm interested now. I wasn't aware of that because against Blackpool, we'll tune up after 11 minutes. I think about 15 minutes against Wigan as well. So we tend to start quick. All right, we've been pegged back against Blackpool. We'll, we won't discuss that one too then. much. <laughs> yeah, so you know, it could it could be another two 0 in, in in 15 minutes again. But the the good things for you guys is 
2-0 up in, inside 11 minutes against Blackpool, didn't win the game, obviously went on to, to easily win against Whit. Easily is a bit harsh, but it, we won Wigan quite comfortably. But they still had chances to get back into it. Obviously, there was the penalty where they scored and they had a chance to make it 2-2. And you sound like comeback king. So it, is it a little bit of a worry, though, that you, you could start slowly and the game potentially be out of sight by about 15, 20 minutes? Yeah, I mean, if if the if you play like you did towards the end of the Wigan game, where you were just looking as if you could score for fun, and you come out like that in the first half, then we're bang in trouble. Um, I could see that if you can get two, three in on the first half, I think it'll be game over. Whether or not we come back as comeback kings, you know, whatever the um, the halftime talk is where all of a sudden we come back out. It's as if we turn up for the first half and basically we use the first half as a warm-up and we just, you know, just turn up, don't really do a lot. And then the second half, we actually start playing and that's where we've come back. Um, but, yeah, it's Swansea, we come back, 2-0 down, we come back. I think 2-0 down within 30 minutes, we come back. And Coventry, again, Coventry, I think it was in 17 minutes. Um 2-0 down and then we come back and then we get the, the late winner um, and come back. I mean, Swansea, I think it was Swansea. I don't think we could even score. Um, it was the fact that they scored two own goals in the 93rd yeah. and 95th or brought us back. So we're not really comeback kings. We're comeback kings with um, own goals as well. So, yeah, it's a, it's a worrying time. I mean, you know, we haven't got a proven 15, 20 goal scorer you know, a year or a season player, what we desperately need. We've got some new players in who are, I think, going to need to be bedding. The German guy is um, Vogslammer, um, I think his name is. He's, he, um, if I if I pronounce it right, but he looks as if he's a, an interesting piece of work. He, he looks as if he could be proper dangerous within the league. But again, you know, they're coming from other leagues, same as Fleming. We've got to let them settle in a bit. Um and we've got to have a manager who wants to play him. At the moment, he um, he don't want to seem to play certain players. You know, he uh, substituted the last game, brought three players on, and should have started. So yeah, uh, yeah. But you know what it's like anyway. Yeah, well, I'll get on to that in a minute. I do want to discuss your away form, though, because that could potentially be a worry as well for you. Because yeah, you lost at Cambridge, right? EFL Cup. You probably you probably started a week inside. I'm not sure. Uh, lost at Sheffield United. Tough place to go, to be fair. Lost at Norwich. Again, tough place to go, to be fair. Um, two 0 down against Swansea, and yeah, they might have scored two on goals, but obviously the pressure would have been on them to 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 have to score them on goals. So, is your away form a bit of a worry, or you, or you're not too fussed yet because you have played some difficult sides away from home in, in Norwich and Sheffield United? Uh, listen, I, you know we've only played what six seven games in, um, and a championship is is never an easy game. Um, I'm not really worried yet, but I am starting to have the same concerns what we had last season and the season before where we just can't seem to score goals. We just we just can't seem to score. And that's the biggest problem, you know, with Rowe, it's it's fairly boring football and he keeps trying to change his formation. And I think I just don't know if the players can play this formation, which is causing us problems. Um players being played out of position, players not being played where they feel comfortable. And when suddenly they're in a position where they feel comfortable you're looking at a completely different player. So we have got players what can turn it on. Away games always gives us a lot more channeled support, a lot more louder. 
Um, you know what we're like when we go away from home. Then again, you ain't played us for a few years, being you know being sterilised in the Premiership. You lucky boys, but um, <laughs> we are you know three four hundred of us on an away day will sound like you know fifteen twenty thousand. We we are loud. So with that support, um, I think anything is possible, especially on an away game. Um, but going to you on a Tuesday night or Wednesday night even. Um, it's going to be a hard, hard, hard battle to uh, to do. Um, I don't know. You'll ask my predictions later on, but yeah, it's a bit of a worry, especially after your game on Saturday. We come away with a loss, and you come away with a five-one victory. So you can score, we can't. <laughs> to be fair, at least you lost against top of the league. Whether they deserve to be top of the league or whether they'll stay top of the league for very long uh, is another matter. I had them going down. To be honest, uh, at the start, I still think they'll be there. It's not over yet. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't think they're going yeah. to do that. I mean, I don't rate, I don't rate Ince as a manager anyway. So, no, did well at Blackburn. Well, for us anyway, did well at Blackburn for us. Um, but yeah, you've mentioned Gary Rabbit and this this formation. Then, what sort of formation is he trying to play that sounds like it's potentially not working? Well, he, he's playing a three-five-two, and it's okay. But he's trying to do you know with wing backs, and, and the problem is is that we don't have that creative midfield, so we don't have a bundle of players to run the ball forward. So you've got players. And if you watch some of our games, there's a lot of side passing, backward passing, when really what you need is a couple of great attacking midfielders who can, who can run. We've got players who can run, um, you know, um, Bury and people like that. They can run and Honeyman and that they can run with a ball, but they don't seem to be given that free reign to do it. Um, you know, he's sticking Bury in the middle rather than sticking him on the wing. And if he gives him free reign, he'll be able to go for it. But when he is in that position, he looks a lot more dangerous player than when he's tucked up in the middle. He just, he seems to be hampered. He just seems to be so frustrated. It's unbelievable. So, yeah, I think it's, I think the problem is, is that everyone seems to be going for this wing backs and everything else which is great for the younger style of players. But the players who have been in the game a while, they're the ones who just can't seem to get that that idea of the game. Um, I think it's sort of teaching people to suck eggs a, a slightly, and it's a, it's a completely different game to learn. Yeah, fair enough. You mentioned the lack of creativity as well, and you mentioned off-air to me as well that you're quite into your stats and you look at your stats quite deep. So you'll know more about this lack of creativity. Do you think it's... Basically, is it a formation thing? Is it a, are you creating chances? Because when I hear the words lack of creativity, that's what I, I, I hear that you're not creating enough chances. But there's been games where you've scored a couple of goals, or is it just you're not finishing the chances? We're just not finishing them. You mm. know, most of the time we're not um, we're not creating the chances. So the problem is, is that you, we've got selfish players. If you if you look at Saturday, a phobie. Fleming on one side of him, on the right-hand side of him, Bury on the left. He had two players open, probably Fleming slightly more open than Bury, but he could have passed either way and decides to be selfish and try to take the ball in. All of a sudden, he's surrounded by three Reading players, loses the ball, the action's over. So there doesn't seem to be that connectivity between the players of going, right, I'll pass the ball to you, I'll pass the ball to you, you score. It seems to be all about, I want to score, and I'm going to have a go even if they can't do it. But the creativity is just not there. You know, the chances what we get are few and far between. You know, you look at the end of end of game stats on shots on target, 
you know, I think for in the Reading game, I think there was probably two shots on target. Yeah, there was probably mm. nine shots, but two shots on target. And, and you know, Reading, Reading had a few and they just managed to put their one away. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Gary Rowett then, obviously, you mentioned he, he, he might not know his own best team. Obviously, you're laughing. Now, what are your thoughts on it? Because I, I always, in my head, obviously, like you said, we've not been in the Championship for a while, so I've not known about what he's been doing with Millwall for a while. But I always had him as quite a decent manager. Is it team to tend to be not working at the minute? I don't know. The problem is, so I think he plays, traditionally, he plays boring football. Um, he's very de- very defensive and everything else. But, I mean, if you look at some of the stuff he's teaching online with some of these um, YouTube sites where they get, you know, sort of um, football coaches on to teach a bit mm-hmm. of what they're trying to do, some of the stuff he teaches on there looks great, like fast-moving football into the middle, the middle straight back out and, and running at players and stuff looks great. But they just... Just don't see it. Some days it will work. Some days more more likely than not, it just doesn't work. Um, and whether or not we need players, what will fit into that system? Hence, why we brought a few players from outside of the English league, a German guy and a, and, and a Dutch guy, um, and we brought a couple. You know, we've got two low knees from um, Leeds. What you know, you can see why they've come on on loan. They're good lads. I mean, you know, the Stoke game, Cresswell scored two goals. And then all of a sudden they become not, I, I, I don't know if I'm swear, not rubbish, but you can see the inexperience. I mean, we swear yeah. on us. So I don't want to swear on yours. You have a circuit, so leave it there. Um, but you can see, you can you can see that there's a lot to learn with him. But he's a good player in him. I mean, don't get me wrong, within you know, next three, five years, he'll be England captain and he and he'll probably be a captain at Leeds. But at the moment, it's a it's a learning curve. And with everything else going on at Millwall, it's a massive learning curve. So, you know, we've just got to be, I think we've got to be patient to a degree, but how long are we going to be patient with Rowett? He's been here three years. Yes, he's established us as a championship club. And listening to players this season, they're saying that we're going to be looking at, you know, pushing for the premiership. But right now, we're pushing further down the league than the premiership. I don't even, you know, if we carry on like we are, we're going to be bottom of the league fuddles, you know what I mean? Yeah, to be fair, I understand what you're saying, but looking at the fixtures that you've had, you have had some tough away fixtures, and at least they're out of the way. Same again this week, you know, it's a former Premier League side, so it's it's, it's going to be tough. You know, always going to be down the bottom early on in the season. Hopefully for you, for your sake, you can push on. I do like to get opposition fans' thoughts on Burnley, especially this season, because we've, we've just changed literally everything about the club. Obviously, we've gone from, you were saying there, Rob, it's traditionally boring football, People would say the same about Dash, but you don't find oh. it boring when you're winning games. And we were winning games for so uh, long until the last couple of years. And now yeah. we've changed it completely. So I just obviously companies come in, change the style of play. It's all about sort of like possession-based football, fluid tactics and things like that. What what from the outside looking in, what do you think like what do you make of what's happened at Burnley this summer? I think Burnley had a bad season last season because there was a lot of teams around the bottom three. So it was it was unfortunate for you that you went, you know, unfortunately that a couple of games what you should have won, you didn't, and, and yeah. it put you in the relegation battle. Um, I think this season you'll probably bounce back up. Um, if you don't go all automatic, I think you'll definitely be, you know, within the playoffs because I think Vincent Company's got the team working. I think he's got the board on side. I think he's going in the right direction. I mean, Burnley's all... Burnley's a bit like us to a degree that it's a traditional working man's club. You know, it, it's a traditional 
old fashioned. Unfortunately, you've been in the Premiership a bit and you've been sanitised by the Premiership way. But you are. I mean, I used to work with um, with a fellow who was um, Stan Tennant's dad, um, Stan, Stan Tennant's boy. So yeah. we've had plenty of conversations of how Millwall and obviously Burnley are very similar in, in, in behind how we are with working class and everything else. So um, I think it's going to be a hard season, but yeah, I, I think you'll be right. I don't think Norwich is going to be safe this season. I think they are in trouble, but I think Burnley will be, if not in the playoffs, you'll be in all, mate. I don't think you'll be out of the top six easy. Yeah, fingers crossed. I thought Norwich had had a poor season, but it it just shows how you know they've won three games in a row now. I think it is so that they've they've pushed on. They're actually above us at the minute. But you know we we've been a little hit and miss. Obviously, we won the first game of the season, then we've drawn a few, lost at Watford, which not that you expect, but you know it's not the worst thing in the world. But we've been feeling like it's been we called it click day the other day when we beat Wigan because we just we felt like someone was ready for a stuffing. We thought it was going to be Blackpool. Obviously, unfortunately, they pegged us back. Um, do you think that we can sort of like kick on after that Wigan game now and 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 maybe push on a little bit? I'm not necessarily. I'm not asking if we're going to stuff you because I don't. I, I think, I I think <laughs> teams come to the. Ter- I think I think it helped against Wigan because it was at Wigan, and Wigan had to kind of take the game to us just because they were at home. So we had the lowest possession we've had so far this season. We only had 55% possession, whereas normally we've been in the 70s, 80s even. Um, and I think I do think we'll struggle to break it down, if I'm being honest with you. I, th- I think if we do win, it's going to be tight. It's going to be 1-0, maybe 2-1, 2-0, something like that. Um, but yeah, do you think Burnley can kick on after that then? Obviously, you're saying you, you think we'll do quite well. And I, I tend to agree we'll be there or thereabouts. But as a few game. Burnley fans... Hopefully, hopefully um, you don't on our game because I think <laughs> yeah. uh, if we lose with you and then we lose against Cardiff on Saturday, I think we're we're, we're going to be banging trouble. But um, if we can get a point or, or even a win, um, which I'm, I'm I'm very doubtful of, but you know we go for a point, um, then I'll be happy. If we if we can get a point with you then I'll be happy. I mean, a lot of the guys I know are looking at, you know, thinking we lose probably 2-0. I don't necessarily think that, but I think, you know, if we can get a point and we can bring the defence, um, what we've had previous, then, yeah, I think we can hold you back. But the trouble is, it is at your ground. It is a Wednesday night. It's a long old trip for us. Um, you're looking, what, five and a half hours, six hours to go up to you um, and back again. So, Hopefully the away support will be fairly good and 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 get behind the team. There may be, but listen, we went to we went to Sheffield thinking we were going to stuff Sheffield. Sheffield was thinking we were going to stuff them um, because we're a bogey team to them, and and we got stuffed. So let's hope that you boys uh, are too excited with Saturday's result, which was a good result for you, and and you looked good, um, and that confidence just doesn't work the right way and makes you a little bit shy and we can come out and and uh, and hopefully score a quick goal or two and uh, and then go from there. But yeah, if you boys stick two or three by us in the first half, we're banging trouble. Yeah, well, saving grace for you is we haven't won at home yet. We've drawn every single game because yeah. teams just sit back and we don't really have the answers at the minute. We did against Wigan, but like I said, they were forced to come out a little bit. Um, we've difficult to bring the turn and expose them. Um, so fingers crossed. And also, you, you scared me a little bit. You kept saying Wednesday. 
It's it's definitely Tuesday. I will panic yeah, it. Like, I've got plans yeah, tomorrow yeah. to get there. I've got plans <laughs> yeah, to get no, there. Tuesday, yeah. I'm working Wednesday. I've got a book I booked Tuesday off. I thought I don't want to get it. Do you know what there. it is? It's because it's Monday today and you keep thinking it's like where it's bang holiday Monday, I keep thinking it's Sunday. So I'm like looking for yeah. two days in a, in advance, but no, no. But listen, we're confusing listeners as well, aren't it? <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. So definitely, if you are listening to this, turn up to the turf on Tuesday. Don't go on Wednesday because you won't be anybody there. Um, <laughs> no, I just, I, turn up on Wednesday, then we might win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Millwall fans, turn up on Wednesday. Um, I do want to ask how you are defensively, just because of what I've just said. We, we struggle to bring teams out. We struggle to break teams down at the turf. So do you think you guys are, 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 are good at digging in and, and, and not necessarily parking the bus, but just sort of like digging in and frustrating Burnley? Yes and no. Um, it all depends on the players he puts in. Um, if he picks the players who we want, then yeah, you know, with Hutch and Cooper and um, players alike, then yeah, we're we're okay. We can we can knuckle down. Um, it, at the moment, it's the problem being at the moment. It's whether or not we get the right capable players turn up. If we get yeah. Hutch in there, then Hutch is basically. He commands, you know, that box. He's the captain. He, he basically dictates people and, and and will close down with Murray Wallace, et cetera, et cetera. But if if Hutch ain't playing, then we seem to be a bit hit and miss. Um, same as, you know, everyone in our fan base moans like mad about Billy Mitchell. Um, one, he's one of our, you know, homegrown lads. He's a, he's a Millwall fan, everything else. Everyone moans about him. But he didn't play on um, Saturday. And we looked absolute pony. But with him in the team, he can hold balls up, set plays on, um, gives us a little bit different um, play as such. But again, it's about what 11 players turn up on a day. We, we could pick our strongest 11, but if they don't actually turn up, then we're bang in trouble. But yeah, no, I, I, I defensively... I think, you know, last year we had, I think, the best home home league run um, with the defensive time. So, yeah, I think I think that's no reason to come back. We've got Bart in the goal. Bart's superb, um, but it's silly mistakes. If you look yeah. at all the goals what have been scored against us this season so far, I know we're only six games in, and let's be honest, we're not really going to understand until being 10, 15 games in. But I think um, if we don't switch off and make silly mistakes... Then I think we're very hard to get, you know, to get a goal against because we just close you down, um, and we go through you. You know, we've got quite a few players. What will go? In. I mean, look at um, when was that against Coventry? I think it was Coventry and the and the tackle um, within the you know within our own um, eighteen yard box got the ball, put it back up, and that's really. How we got the the third goal, um, the second mm. goal, so Swansea. Um, so we can do it, and we've got good players, but it's all it's all who turns up on the night for me, mate. Um, so yeah, unfortunately, it's one of those. I know it's a cop out, but it is. You know, I could pick the strongest eleven, but if I don't turn up on that night, we're bang in trouble. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, just before we get into predictions then and we start wrapping it up, what sort of game are you expecting? Are you expecting a, a free-flowing attacking football game? Are you expecting a a defensive sort of like sit-back sort of game? What sort of game are you expecting from Millwall? Um, hopefully we're going to take it to you. Ideally, I would like us to play a, a fairly attacking um, 
game to try and take it to you know get try and score a goal quick smart because then we can settle down and sort of park the bus to a degree and make it a lot harder for you to score um but knowing Rowett and how he's been doing lately I think we'll be highly defensive and try and get you on the counter you know just sort of really tuck it up at the back um so yeah that I, personally I'd like us to go out and and go for it but Rao will probably prove us to be sit back, defend, and then, you know, try and push on from there. Let you guys bring it to us all the time. And then we'll try and get a counter-strike counter and, and score that way. So, yeah. Yeah. To be fair, it worked for Blackpool. Um, we, like I said, we have struggled. I'll get into predictions now then. I've already said, man, I, I do think it'll be a tight game. I think you'll try and frustrate us. There's a lot of nerves at the turf at the minute. That's why I think we're going to have a really good away form but not so good at home. There's a lot of nerves because of the new style of play. Some of the older generation don't necessarily like the new style of play when you're passing it around at the back. Don't get me wrong, I get, I get nervous as well. But there's a lot of anxiety in the crowd that you can feel. And I feel like Blackpool capitalised on that. Even their manager, Michael Appleton, said at full-time, said we could feel it in the dugout. So obviously he's going to go into his, his half-time team talk and say, you need to, you need to, what's the word? Keep winding the crowd up, use it to your advantage. So I think you'll try and do that if you're, you know, switched on with it, which our crowd will make you switched on with it, if not. So I, I'm going to I'm gonna think it's going to be tight, but I think we might scrape it. Vitinho looked class against Wigan, so I think he might maybe, you know, get an assist again and, and hopefully another Jay Rodriguez goal and he can keep firing. But what are you thinking for the game, mate, prediction-wise? I'm thinking probably, I mean, a lot of, a, a lot of the other guys on the pod are, are thinking we're probably going to lose it. I don't necessarily always... Um, you know, I see a glass half empty rather than, um, or half full rather than half empty. So, so I'm, I, I honestly think we could, if we can score quick, then I think we can, we can cause a turn up, we can cause a an upset. Um, but at the moment, we seem to not being able to score for Toffee. So, I reckon potentially a draw or maybe two one, maybe. maybe Maybe Jake Cooper and a phobie scores for us and 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 we win two one. I mean Jake Cooper is always one if you're a betting man, always worth a punt on Jake because Jake's always nine to one at least, maybe more to score um, within ninety minutes. So um, and he normally makes a few Millwall fans a few quid every season. So yeah, if you just need something to to have a go at, he's always one to put on, mate. I might have a look at that. I don't normally um, mention too much betting on here because Burnley fans have had a bit of an issue with betting sponsors over the last few years. So I'm always a little bit reluctant to do it, but I do like a bet. I work for a bookies. You know, I'm, I'm always <laughs> open about that. So of course I like a bet. Um, yeah, I don't bet. So I, yeah, I don't, I don't really bet. But yeah, no. I, I, think, no. I think I think goals in the opening 15 minutes as well might be either way. Because if you like say you're going to take the game to us, you could easily get a goal. We've scored early in two of the last two, three games. So... You watch your turn around. We're doing, but we're doing Wigan on you. We'll end up caning you about five one or something. That, that that would be my dream, but I can't yeah. see it. Um, and as long as you don't, you know, if you do beat us, hopefully it won't be more than two goals. Then we'd be all right. But yeah, I think we've got for us, we've got two hard games this week. We've got you yeah, to be fair. on Tuesday, and we've got Cardiff on Saturday. Tuesday, so. yeah. Yeah, but we, we've got some tough games coming. Up. Obviously, we've got you. Then we've got West Brom away. Then we've got Norwich at home. Um, so, but to be fair, like I said for you, mate, it's you know, three we've had we've had three games at the turf so far this season, we've drawn all three. So, I do think that you know, you might be able to get some joy in that if you're playing the correct way. 
Um, but just before we wrap up, I always like to give people a chance to, to plug their podcast. So where can people find you? Where can people listen to you if they want, to, want some Millwall content? Um, it's easy. Just Google that Millwall podcast um, or that Millwall pod across all socials. Um, one one name across all socials. Um, and we're available on YouTube and all good podcast um, providers. Just type in that Millwall podcast, you'll see us um, and you'll find us and hopefully have a listen. Um, if you're easily offended by naughty words, then don't necessarily listen. But if uh, if you like a grown-up show where uh, it's real debate and uh, and conversation, then, yeah, have a listen to us. Excellent, mate. I'll definitely be doing that. But thank you for coming on. It's been a pleasure. Good luck for the season, apart from Tuesday, obviously. Yeah, not Wednesday. Tuesday. <laughs> Cheers. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates have already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ornament delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.